0: Journey to the Doorstep of Adventure, comparing On the Doorstep from J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit with Peter Jackson's The Desolation of Smog. We delve into Gandalf's daring exploration of Guldur and the dwarves' quest to uncover the hidden path into the heart of the mountain. Get ready for a tale of magic, mystery, and unexpected revelations. Please take a moment to rate and review this episode. Their feedback is vital in guiding fellow wanderers to discover the rich tapestry of depth, complexity, beauty, mystery, and wonder that awaits within Tolkien's world. Let the wandering begin. In the on-screen adaptation of this chapter, the journey begins approximately 1 hour and 48 minutes into the extended edition. We join Bilbo and half of the dwarves as they row up the long lake towards the majestic Lonely Mountain. The chapter concludes around the two hour and five minute mark, with Thorin finally unlocking the secret door and revealing the grandeur of Erebor. Clocking in an under twenty minutes makes this adaptation on the shorter side, but the chapter itself was short, so that's to be expected. We follow two plot lines, Bilbo and the dwarves trying to find the secret door into the mountain, and Gandalf exploring the supposed ruins of Dol Guldur. Let's start with the second plot line, one of the most intriguing aspects of the film is the depiction of Gandalf's exploration of Guldur, the abandoned fortress where Sauron lurks in disguise. Here we witness Gandalf's ability to see through the deceptions and illusions crafted by the Dark Lord. The decaying appearance of the fortress from the outside is a testament to Sauron's power of deception, fooling all but the keenest observers. Radagast's mention of the fortress's appearance emphasizes this point. As Gandalf delves deeper into the ruins, he employs ancient spells in the high elven language, Quenya, to uncover the secrets concealed within, showcasing his immense knowledge and power as a wizard. The orcs within Guldur grow increasingly concerned that the concealment spell will be lifted, highlighting the threat Gandalf poses to Sauron's plans. Gandalf finds Thrain in the ruins, which differs quite a bit from the book's narrative. In the film, Gandalf refers to Thrain as his old friend, indicating a deeper connection between them, though that's not particularly clear from the writings. When Gandalf reveals that he sent Thorin to reclaim Erebor, Thrain's distress seems contradictory to his earlier attempts to reach the mountain. In the book, Thrain had not made it past Mirkwood and was imprisoned, but in the film, his reaction implies he believes no one should enter the mountain. This change may be an artistic choice to emphasize the danger and significance of the quest, although why Thrain believes what he does is not really made clear. From the tale of years in the appendices to the Lord of the Rings, we know that Gandalf had entered Dol Guldur two or three times before the White Council finally drove Sauron out. About 100 years before the events of the Hobbit, Gandalf had discovered that the Necromancer was indeed Sauron, and he had also discovered Thrain as a prisoner receiving the map and key, and learning that the last of the seven rings of power given to the dwarves had been reclaimed. So what the film provides here is an amalgamation of Gandalf's various explorations of the Dark Fortress, condensing them into one. I think it works. Lastly, we must explore the power dynamics between Sauron and Gandalf. Sauron's ability to deceive and manipulate others is well established in Tolkien's mythology, from Sauron's earliest appearances in the Silmarillion, to his making of the Rings of Power, and even further to the downfall of Numenor. In fact, one of the oft-cited titles of Sauron is The Deceiver. The film captures this aspect through the illusionary spells that hide Dolgaldor's true state from casual observers. Thrain's belief that the Vines are serpents trapping him aligns with Sauron's powers of deception. On the other hand, Gandalf's role as a truth seeker and revealer is prominent in these scenes. He dispels Sauron's lies, exposing the truth beneath the illusions. The illusion of the vines as serpents is easily dismissed with a simple knock of Gandalf's staff. However, the spell of concealment proves more challenging, requiring sustained effort and potentially remaining incomplete before he is interrupted. we're not done yet if you like this episode please leave a review and share with your friends and remember to subscribe if you haven't already we'll be right back Let's turn back now to Bilbo, Thorin, and the Dwarves as they approach the Lonely Mountain. We witness some notable deviations from the book's narrative. In the film, Bilbo's gaze is fixed on Lake Town, indicating his lack of enthusiasm for the upcoming journey, and he is probably thinking about his comfortable hobbit hole as mentioned several times in the book. The absence of men and ponies with supplies is also noticeable in the film, perhaps to streamline the story's pacing, But does miss out that notable callback to chapter one that I mentioned in our previous episode. The epic walking shots between the lake and the mountain enhance the visual grandeur of the journey. Bilbo's remark about the quietness and Balin's nostalgic recollection of the mountain's former beauty directly reference the book, emphasizing the memories that only Balin and Thorin possess of the once thriving dwarven kingdom. Rather than a scouting party as depicted in the book, the entire company beholds the ruins of the city of Dale. Balin's reference to the Desolation of smog aligns with Tolkien's phrase, The Desolation of the Dragon, connecting the film to its literary roots and providing the title of the movie. And while the dwarves struggle to find a secret door, it remains true to the book when Bilbo, displaying his cleverness, discovers the stairway cleverly disguised as dwarvish armor in a vast engraving on the mountainside. Moving on to the scene on the doorstep, as the title from the book chapter suggests, we witness Thorin remembering the riddle revealed in the moon runes, that the last light of Durin's day would shine on the keyhole. True to the book, the dwarves fail to find the keyhole using mining tools, with Balin adding a line about a powerful magic that keeps the door sealed, adding to the sense of challenge and mystery. However, as the sun sets, they are not able to find the keyhole. Alan's declaration that they've lost the light and only had one chance aligns with the emotional state of the dwarves and sets us up for the emotional catastrophe that is about to happen. It's at this point that the film diverges significantly from the book as the dwarves walk away disheartened. I remember when I first saw this scene in the movie. I was blown away for a moment. I knew the story as it was written in the book that a little ray of sunshine suddenly breaks through to reveal the keyhole. I was so disappointed and distraught when in the film, the dwarves just walked away, partly because they were so emotionally distraught, and partly because it was such a huge deviation from Tolkien's story. But the film surprises us when Bilbo, ever resilient and encouraging, figures out the riddle, the last moon of autumn. The keyhole is revealed by the moonlight, creating a cinematic moment of revelation. Although slightly different from the book, this alteration adheres to the concept of Durin's day, which Thorin defines in the book as the alignment of the last moon of autumn and the sun in the sky together. With the moon still shining, A thrush knocks, further fulfilling the riddle from the moon runes. Finally, the keyhole is revealed by a small ray of moonlight. Thorin, filled with awe and anticipation, opens the door and whispers the name of their long-lost home, Erebor. The opening of the door is a visually striking and epic scene, though to me, it falls short of the iconic moment when a ragged Aragorn opens the double doors of Helm's Deep in the two towers. Sometimes when I open double doors, I imagine myself like Aragorn, but that's neither here nor there. In conclusion, I'd say that none of these deviations represent a huge departure from Tolkien's story. You might disagree, saying that the sunlight versus moonlight, being the last light of Durin's day, was a huge departure. Granted, it is, but as I said before, it fits within the story, and still feels like it belongs. It's an adaptation that stays true to the spirit and atmosphere of the book. Join me in our next thrilling episode, as we delve into my personal favorite chapter of The Hobbit, where Bilbo Baggins embraces his destiny as the burglar Gandalf always believed he could be, and encounters a dragon. Thank you for venturing alongside me today, fellow wanderers. Until we meet again, may your path be filled with the magic and wonder of Tolkien's world. Safe travels, my friends. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at More of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember: not all those who wander are lost. hand if this has happened to you today. You're in the middle of work, you're knocking things off the to-do list, getting stuff done, and your kid asks you to play. Do you drop everything? Do you ask them to wait a minute? What do you do? If you're like me, you don't always say yes right away. The kid moves on, you get busy, and you forget to circle back around and play. An opportunity to make a memory has been lost and the dad guilt settles in. Not so anymore. I've developed a simple game that will enable you to take those small moments and have fun. It's called Dad's Adventure Dice, Digital Edition. My five-year-old daughter asks me nearly every day, can we do Dad Adventure Dice? What follows are some quick rolls of the dice that lead to a fun activity with an intriguing twist. Within five or 10 minutes, we've had a lot of fun, shared a lot of laughter, and made a memory together. Download your own Dad's Adventure Dice today. Visit store.adventures.dad to download yours. That's store.adventure.dad to download Dad's Adventure Dice.